Welcome to Answers from Antioch. You have joined us at the intersection of God's Word and today's world. This broadcast is brought to you by the Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Join us as we examine information that impacts the church, the Christian, and the Christian home. Hello, everyone. Thanks so very much for tuning in today. What a blessing to be together. I am grateful for you being there. And here we are, December the 2nd. Can you believe it? There's five Fridays in this month and the last month of the year. And we have blessed and been blessed, so very blessed, to know that we are children of the King and know that the King came and became a child so that you and I could be his child. Isn't that marvelous? That's what this season is all about. And we want to uh, spend some time during this month just reminding you of the great God who became flesh and dwelt among us so that you and I could dwell among him one day as his own children, as part of his family. What a glorious truth that is. Did it ever really occur to you Has it ever really occurred to you what it was for God to come down to earth uh, that when, when the only way to defeat sin and the sin problem, which, of course, entered the human family through disobedience, Adam and Eve, and their disobedience and sin came into the world, when that happened and we all had the sin poisoning that passed down upon each and every individual that's in the human family, God said the only way to defeat sin is the ultimate weapon against sin is to sacrifice my own son. And his own son, the Lord Jesus Christ, willingly became flesh, dwelt among us, and paid our sin debt. Hallelujah. So the greatest weapon against sins when Jesus Christ came 2,000 years ago, my friend, and the birth of that baby in that little obscure village in the Middle East was God's supreme triumph over good, over evil. Good triumphed over evil. No wonder the angels said that unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, how we praise God for that. Let's let's just examine for a moment. We'll spend much time on that during this uh, month, but examine for a moment what it was for God who, the Bible says, he clothes himself with light as with a garment. And so to become flesh, what did that, what had to happen? Well, number one, He had to remove that robe of light and then wrap himself in skin and come into this human family. Here was the light of the universe, the light of the universe. In God is light and there's no darkness at all. And he had to enter the wet womb of a virgin. He whom angels worshipped nestled himself in the placenta of a peasant girl. Wow. He was birthed into the cold night and slept on cow's hay. That's my Lord. Hallelujah. (laughs) Well, I tell you, the more I think about it, the more I'm overcome with how much Jesus loved me 
and how much he loves me still and how much he loves you. So meditate on some of these things. And that's what we want to bring to you during this month of December, as well as the story behind some of the great hymns we sing at this time, the great Christmas carols, which I so love. And uh, today I'll be sharing one with you on what I think, and from my studies and research and history, is uh, probably the oldest Christmas carol we have, the oldest Christmas song we sing. And it's sung often. It's called, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Uh, This popular hymn dates all the way back to the ninth century. Yeah, in the 800s. Probably before the 800 A.D. was this pinned down, just because uh, research seems to point all the way back in the maybe 700 A.D. that this uh, this was pinned down. The writer is, is unknown. We don't know who wrote it. We know one thing. They definitely knew their Bible. So it probably was a minister of some kind, a minister, a, preach, perhaps, a preacher, perhaps a priest, Uh, We know he definitely knew his Bible, and he was rich in the knowledge of both the Old and the New Testament. How do you know that, preacher? Well, um, let's listen to a few of the words. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. And then another one of the verses. And drive away the shades of night, and peace the clouds, and bring us light. O come, thou key of David, come, and open wide our heavenly home. Make safe the way that leads on high, and close the path to misery. O come, O come, Adonai, who in thy glorious majesty from Sinai's mountain clothed in all, gave us thy folk the elders' law. So someone knew their Bible. They understood that. They didn't even have the printed word in that day, but they knew this, these scriptures, and they wrote this hymn, as I said, probably the oldest of the Christmas songs. I love, I love the tone. I love the music. I love how it's put together. And it blesses my heart every time I hear it. So when you hear it sung, and some of you are singing that right along, even with me now, uh, when you hear that, think about, I think, Isaiah twenty-two, twenty-two, when he said, O come, thou key of David. The words in this verse explain that the newborn king holds the key to the heavenly kingdom. and There's no way to get into the kingdom but through him. Do you ever think about that? Yes, there's no way to get into the heavenly kingdom except through the key, and the key is the Lord Jesus Christ, and this newborn babe is the key. He holds the key. He is the key. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the door. He is the key. That's the Lord Jesus. Yes, yes, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for being the key to heaven. Thank you, for whoever wrote this song, uh, yea, uh, thousands of years ago now, as we said, 700 uh, A.D. perhaps in that neighborhood that this was written, that was looking to the fact that Jesus Christ was the key to heaven. 
and he still is. Aren't you glad that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever? He never changes. And so we want to bring to you, during this month particularly, uh, great revelations of our Lord as he's revealed during this season as well as the hymns that we so love as and so cherish during this time. Now, Lord willing, next Sunday, not this coming Sunday, which will be the first Sunday in December, the 4th, but on the 11th of December, we'll be having a special musical presentation right here Sunday morning at Antioch. We want you to be part of that. Come and be with us on the second Sunday, the 11th, of December, Sunday morning. Now, Sunday mornings at 10 is our Bible study. Sunday morning worship is at 11 o'clock, and we do live stream this, and we'd love for you to join us, of course, in person. The most the most important way to be here and the greatest way is to be right here in person. You feel the warmth of the service, and we want you to be here for that. But if you cannot, if you're physically unable to do that, then by all means, join us via our Facebook page or our YouTube channel as we live stream on Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock. So we look forward to having you. I know many of our sister churches having very uh, wonderful Christmas programs as well. I believe uh, Bell Meadows is having a great play uh, that will begin next week. We'll say more about that uh, during the days of next week. It won't, it's not this weekend, but the next two nights. You don't want to miss that and other of our sister churches. Well, our time's gone. God bless you. Keep you safe. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at antiochbristol.com. There you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us and so much more. Until next time, stand firm in Jesus' truth.